Good evening, my friends, all. How am I finding you tonight? Well, I hope. Even if not, even if you are a little tired, or a little anxious, or a little sad, angry, anything, that's all right. Try to find the feeling. Address it. Name it. See it. From the perspective of the part of you that knows you are not identified by whatever that feeling is, whether it is negative or positive, observe it. Breathe through it. Hold it. And let it go. There you are. At the end of all that, immovably you, and yet fluidly free from you, and here, and well. I've been thinking that it is time to go. Go somewhere. Where, I'm not sure, that's the thing. And every time I have this feeling, I ask my tarot cards where I should go. Should I go? What should I do? And they are unforgiving. They will not tell me. This week, for example, I sat under the ancient tree I mentioned last time. The tree that is immovably her, and yet fluidly free from identity, too. The snow was melted. And I see, everywhere, paths, all around me, spreading out, branching in different directions, like veins, like tree roots, like spider webs, like these flowing and writhing lines that connect all of us to each other and to other things in nature, too. They are in the ground. Carved in the dirt, the grass not growing there. They were not there before the snow came, either. These are new paths that created themselves while my forest was slumbering, and I was hibernating. Fascinating. But which one do I take? One seems to lead into darker woods, more perilous woods full of mist and glowing eyes and growling creatures. Another seems to head towards a green field with sunny skies and brightly colored flowers and singing birds. Another winds its way towards mountains and caves and things of stone. Another towards the sea. And one goes towards that city that I've mentioned. The one that I see clearly when I hold that enchanted green glass up to the light. The one that I see when I put on glasses and the world appears to me through a different viewpoint. A viewpoint that I often do not bring with me to my forest stories and to you. But sometimes for I am trying to reconcile the city me with the forest me. 
that city. I see it clearly. I remember seeing it through different eyes. Black eyes. Brown eyes. And now, green glass eyes. Though it screams and rolls and rumbles, I am not afraid of it. Not as I used to be. But I do not know if I want to go there, that is the thing. I could go further into the shadows. I could go right to the bottom of the sea, like a kraken. I could go into the mountains like an ancient crystal thing. I could go to the pleasant and peaceful pastures like a butterfly. Or I could go to the place I avoid most, the one with noise and strife, but also people. I made the foolish mistake of asking my cards which way I should go. I should know better by now. They will not give me this kind of advice. Only I can make these decisions. So, of course, after shuffling and shuffling and shuffling, I drew the Eight of Swords again for the fourth time. Indecision, ignorance, denial, keeping oneself stuck, imprisonment through one's own foolish hubris. Sounds like me, all right. I was at first a little discouraged, but then I remembered that these cards do not coddle me. They do not offer mercy to my inertia. They do not enable my indecisiveness. They tell me when I need to make decisions on my own. This is the case here and now, I believe. Well, what do you think? Which path should I take? Spring is here, and the thing is, I feel that I must move on soon. Once my third summer in this forest arrives, I must leave it. I know that I must. I can't say why. I just feel it. In my bones. Whatever they're made of. I feel it, and I know that I'll need to move on to another place. And to another me. I walked down a dirt path a long, long time ago. And I think that now... I must walk another one. Away, away, away from the forest, too. Well, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later which one I chose. It's not for you to worry about. Do not worry about my destination. Do not even worry about yours. Not right now. Right now, we must simply walk forward, down this path. And so we go. 
While we walk, let me tell you a story. It's a perfect night for it. The moon is still young, and just like a sliver in the sky. And it is very dark, but it is also very clear. And you can see so many stars overhead. Through the tree branches, which are still sparse and trembling in the chill night air. I'm stalling because I don't have anything. As I near the end of another hundred episodes, just exactly as it happened about two years ago, I begin to run out of ideas. And so I hope that you don't notice that there are more episodes about me. Forest me, winged me, bespectacled me, whoever. And I also hope that it doesn't matter, really, because every character in these almost 200 episodes are me. But it's not selfish, I don't think, because they are also you. I hope. I'm stalling. I'm stalling, but the fact of the matter is that I'm... I'm happy. I feel free. Even as some things crumble just while other things are built up. Torn down, built back up, torn down, built up again. I feel that I am free. There are things that I would like, but I know that these things will not really, not truly bring me happiness, if that's even what I'm after, which I'm not convinced that it is. Whether or not I find those things, that is fine. And though certain negative things might befall me, I'm certain they will, as they have from time to time, I will still be free. Do you feel that? It's easy to not always feel it. It's easy to forget. It's easy to let everything close in on you. But at the same time, look up at that sky. Look up at those stars with me. Smell that clean, cold, outdoor air. Listen to the owls and the birds and the wind. And tell me that we, you and I, and every single person listening along with us right now, are not free. And we want to improve, to change, to grow, to travel, to climb, to grasp. We want these things. It's okay. It's natural. It's fine. It's human to want those things. But we can be free of that too. Even if just for a little bit. And just be here. Walking, going somewhere. We have taken a big chance tonight, walking down this dirt path, you and I. And I am proud of us. All of us. Every single one of us. What are you leaving behind? 
What are you moving towards? We have to go forward always. Perhaps there is a lot in your forest that you've invested in. I know I have. But there is only one way to go always, ultimately, no matter which road we choose, and that is forward. And that is the way I am going tonight. Help me. Do you hear that? Help someone, please. I hear it. Someone calling. Do you know what? I was going to tell a story about a man walking down a paved road, always walking along the same road to do the same work for the same tyrant king, beholden to some duty, some dreadful duty for which he is paid a pittance, but in needing that pittance he needs to do the work. And so though he is not as bad as the tyrant king, he feels as evil and begins to associate himself with that evil every day, walking down, down, down the same path, until one day he noticed a dirt road. Please help. We're coming. Pardon me. Now this man walked down, down, down the same path for more days, weeks, maybe months, maybe years, ignoring that dirt path, until one day... Help me. Exactly. He heard a voice calling out just further along down that dirt path. And this time, he had to follow it. He decided that whatever work he had to do for whatever pittance was not worth ignoring a voice in need. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the courage that it must take to make such a decision? And what did he find when he followed the voice? So cold. Now that's the part I couldn't quite figure out. I couldn't quite discover what the big bad voice was. Was it a ghost? A vampire? A monster? Dead, undead, or too alive? Animal, human, stone, I couldn't decide. I didn't know what to make the monstrous character. And that is because there was only one real monster in my story. So alone. It was the Tyrant King. And I didn't want to write about another Tyrant King. Not another one, because there are too many. We have too many in our lives, forest or city or otherwise. There are too many Tyrant Kings pretending to be other things and they are finding us wherever we go and turning us against each other and making us lose each other, eating us up with mechanical beasts of their own design and then asking us to continue to operate those beasts. It's really quite frightening, and perhaps that's why I'm having trouble coming up with something more frightening. Are you there? Then again, there is nothing more frightening than the unknown isn't there? And the only thing to do is keep going forward, forward, forward towards that unknown voice. Because the only alternative is the mechanical beasts and the tyrant kings and the beasts with coins in their mouths. 
who I am done with writing about. We are lovely little creatures, each and every one of us, and we have the capacity to love, trust, fear, admire, awe at so much more. Then... Help. I'm trying. I'm coming to help. I'm on my way. I'm not sure where we're going, but we're on our way. It's just that... My heart is a little heavy this week. I move a little more slowly than usual. I'm sorry. Pause. Take a deep breath. I have taken you out of that world very quickly and only just for a moment to say that I know this might not be very frightening for you, but it is very frightening for me, because I am making myself tell something that I do not know the ending to, so I don't know what is coming. But I know that I am afraid and that I must keep going forward. This is the part of horror movies or video games that make me the most afraid. The knowing there is danger ahead, but still going forward into the dark. Even as the darkness overcomes you, you have to keep going. Because there is only one direction we can move in, or so it would seem. Let's see, perhaps I'm wrong. Let's rewind. I'm trying. I'm coming to help. I'm on my way. I'm not sure where we're going, but we're on our way. It's just that... My heart is a little heavy this week. I move a little more slowly than usual. What would happen if I were to turn back? If I turn around, just like so, and then... Ah, no turning back. It's all darkness back there now. The forest. That beloved place is just... gone. I think? Should I... Should I mourn? Should I run into the shadows and check? Should I... Help! So, we've arrived, and ahead of me is that city, the one I've been viewing through that shard of magical green glass I've mentioned, the city in the distance, with a very tall tower pointing up at the sky like a sword, a spear, surrounded by littler buildings blinking red and gold and white, each little light a little person, the light of passing planes overhead, the shimmer of that sliver of moon across the lake. The city I've always known was outside of the forest, the one that's been here forever, with all of its pain and fight and wrong and right, it is just a place. A place I've never belonged to and that has never belonged to me. A place that has symbolized both what I long for and will never have. Also what I have always been stuck with all along and seem to never be able to escape. 
even in a forest, in my mind. An unforgiving, difficult place, with complicated webs woven of love but hanging by their threads to structures of glass and concrete. It's so much easier to spin webs on tree bark and stone, but these webs, they cling anyway. How could I possibly choose this when there's a forest in my mind? Wait. I do have an idea. What if we just... Hold on. Sit with me, high up on this green hill, the stars shining above you and I. We can breathe a little spell that I think, I hope, will help. It will not make anything go away or magically get better, but the Eight of Swords demands a change of perspective, a removing of one's blindfold, if you will. And that is just what I intend to do. Will you join me? Breathe in slowly. Hold a moment. Breathe out slowly. Again. In. Hold. Out. Keep doing that. But as you do it, try your best to relax everywhere you can. If you find tension or strain or effort anywhere within yourself, try to let it go. Soften it. Smile to it. Let it go. Now. Look down at all the buildings in this city. Maybe for you, it's a town. Big city, small town, little house in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are, Try to imagine it from far away. Keep breathing deeply and keep softening any part of you that is fighting and angry and hurt and afraid. Soften. Release. Look down at this place. Faintly as though easing their way out of invisibility, peeking through the darkness of the night, but with the moon lighting them just enough that we can see, are trees in and among the buildings, on the highways, vines crawling up skyscrapers and sprouting springtime flowers, Moss carpeting the sidewalks, driveways, parking lots. Imagine it, taking over in the most gentle and loving way, 
not conquering the city, but embracing it. The forest is not gone. Even the one I just left, I mean it, it's not gone. It will be back. It's just that it cannot be behind us. It must always be ahead of me. And it is anywhere I need it to be, too. But you know what else is there? Help Please me. help. So cold. Are you there? Others. Each other. In fact. Who we cannot abandon. Not for all the forests in all the world. The best stories have their ups and downs, and even if they have happy endings, the stories must end. And if the story kept going on and on and on and on, it would not always be golden all the time. Not always golden and glorious and sweet and perfect. But it can be complicated, winding, separated into chapters. Some tragic, some wonderful. But one thing is for certain, there is no going back. There is no returning to the way things were, so instead go forward. Go forward, go forward, for there is no right choice, only choice. I am writing this story as I go. That has always been the plan. But now I must go back to this place I fear most. I knew it well in another life. I can know it well again. But first... Excuse me, don't mind the sound of bone popping and twigs breaking, it's just me. It's just that I need to change a little. I must shed these icicles from my hair, these sprigs from my knuckles, these leaves from my arms, and away falls the dirt from my hands and feet, and the blood from my mouth will wash away, away, away. Enduring another transformation, perhaps the last one this season. Are you here? Yes, I am here. I'll shed these stories, these selves, for now. Like a heavy cloak from my shoulders. And how light and free I feel once more, now that all that's gone. I've shaken all that off. And underneath, all along, now I see what has always been there. It's... Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode 188 of On a Dark, Cold Night. This is your writer, host, narrator, composer, producer, performer, etc., Kristen Zaza.
I hope you're doing well, my friends. Are you still with me? We're nearing the end of a very, very long chapter here, aren't we? And I have some ideas. We'll see. I'd like to send out a big thank you to the Mad Catter who donated to the show via coffee this week. Thank you so much for your support, Mad Catter. I'm very grateful. And as always, a thank you so much to everyone who supports the show via Patreon. If you want to support the show financially, every supporter on Patreon of $1 or more a month gets access to my complete soundtrack, while supporters of $5 or more get that as well as access to a monthly full moon tarot reading video I post. You can learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. Or if you'd prefer to support via coffee.com like the Mad Catter, you can head on to my page at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight, where you can donate the price of one or more metaphorical coffees, one time only and without the Patreon perks. You can also purchase t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. I'd also like to thank listener Kay Bart for updating their review of the show on iTunes. Thank you so very much for that. Of course, leaving a rating and a review on iTunes or anywhere else you'd like to do so would be a huge help to me. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, on my Twitter or YouTube pages just called On A Dark Cold Night, or on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for staying with me on this frightening journey. Thank you for making it less frightening. Sleep well, my friends, and good night. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.